I don't know. I haven't ever figured out why they show up so early. I don't know if it's because they want to make sure that they have a good seat, if they want a good parking spot, if they want to make sure that they're not late, if they're just incredibly good at brown nosing. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast and welcome to 2022. I hope that everyone had an amazing holiday and an amazing New Year's. I hope that I have some new listeners here who are recently engaged. And let me just remind you that if you are going to enjoy this podcast, you are certainly going to enjoy my new book. It is available on Amazon. It is Prime eligible. And you should go right now and click on my show notes and hop on over to Amazon and get that. So we are going to be continuing from our last podcast of 2021. And it is great wedding day tips from Redditors. One day I was just browsing along on Reddit and I just stumbled upon this really great thread that was all kinds of wedding day tips from Redditors who had already had their weddings and they were just busting out all kinds of tips for people who have yet to have their weddings. And I just copied and pasted a bunch of ones that I thought that would be super helpful for my listeners. So this is part two to that podcast. I will certainly put a link to the episode that was part one. So you can go back and hear those tips as well. So let's jump right in and continue with those tips from the Redditors. So here is another tripping hazard. This bride had a long train and her dad tripped and almost fell over it as they walked down the aisle. And this bride also wished that she would have asked her officiant to ask all of the guests to put their cell phones away. She said it was incredibly distracting having everyone pull out their phones as she was walking down the aisle. Um, this is a tip that I share as often as I can. So I am in complete agreement with this Redditor. They said, we had a first look and I wish we would have done it earlier because guests arrived an hour early and were ooing and aweing at us. It was nice, but that moment was so private and special. I would have preferred no audience. 
and this is something that I always counsel my couples, is to put that first look in the timeline, no matter if you're doing it with your partner, with a parent, with a grandparent, with your bridal party. If you are having that out in the open, in a public space on the venue's property, make sure that it's completed an hour before ceremony time, because you are going to have those guests who show up an hour early. I don't know. I haven't ever figured out why they show up so early. I don't know if it's because they want to make sure that they have a good seat, if they want a good parking spot, if they want to make sure that they're not late, if they're just incredibly good at brown nosing. I don't know why they get there so early, but there are guests who will arrive to your wedding ceremony an hour early. All right, next tip. I should have planned a smaller wedding and not invited people out of obligation. So I have what I call the ABC rule. If you want to keep your wedding day small and intimate, then use the ABC rule and invite those people that you help celebrate their anniversaries, you help celebrate their birthdays, you help celebrate Christmas or other religious holidays with, And that's it. If you don't know when someone's anniversary, birthday, or you don't share Christmas and other religious celebrations with, then don't invite them to your wedding. Don't feel obligated to invite your next door neighbor's second cousin's babysitter's friend and so on. Next tip. And I should have danced with my dad more and held him a little tighter before he gave me away. Always, always breathe in those moments and try to commit them to memory. The day is so fast-paced and so chaotic. Before you know it, it's going to be time for your sparkler exit. And you are literally going to turn around and say, what happened to my wedding day? It just flew by. Also, should have made sure I had pictures with my most important people. That's a big one. Wish I'd put my bouquet down at some point for my photos because it covered so much of the beautiful detail on my gown. Should have told my photographer to stop taking pictures sooner during cocktail hour so my husband and I could enjoy our hors d'oeuvres instead of missing out. You can also have your planner save you some because you don't want to miss those photos either. Slow down. Walk super slow and back up super slow. My confetti pics were bad, lol. Yeah, a lot of couples feel that they have to run through that exit. And my advice is to go slow. Enjoy it. There's no reason to run. I know you're excited to get to that honeymoon suite, but walk through the grand exit. Um, Go slow. Twirl, dip, dance, kiss. And laugh. So many couples don't even smile when they're going through their sparkler exit or their bubble exit or whatever kind of exit they have planned. A lot of couples forget to even smile. So go slow and smile would be my advice. I didn't bustle my gown for the first dance and we awkwardly swung the train as we danced. Uh, Bustling your dress is a big one for dancing. It's very hard to dance with an unbustled wedding gown. 
My guests couldn't really hear what we were saying. Mics are important. And while we are on the topic of mics, I would always, always, always recommend a lapel mic. When you have a mic that's on a big boom arm stretching across in front of you and your partner at the front of the altar, those things are so obtrusive and so obnoxious. You just can't not photograph them. They're going to be in every one of your wedding images and they are going to be super ugly. So always, always hire a DJ who's going to mic you up for the recital of your vows or your videographer who's going to mic you up for that part who is using a lapel mic. I love our wedding pics, but I would have budgeted more towards a better photographer than flower slash decor slash favors. Those things are lovely, but will get thrown away or forgotten. The photographs are forever. And I'm not even going to add to that. I agree with the Redditor wholeheartedly. Invest in your wedding photographer. It is a steep investment, but she's exactly right. The the photographs are going to last for hundreds of years. So make sure that that investment is a sound investment. I totally forgot to tell my husband's family that their seats were reserved for the ceremony. There was no one sitting in their spot when I look back at the video. Um, If you have a planner, your planner can also direct them to their seats. I wish I'd thought about how I was holding my bouquet. I was so distracted with everything going on that I'm not holding it nicely in any photo of me walking down the aisle. It's a small thing that keeps bugging me. Um, So just from a tip from a photographer, hold it down about around your belly button. And you can cheat it a little bit towards the photographer. So instead of holding it exactly perpendicular to the ground or the floor, hold it a little bit pointed toward the photographer and videographer. That way, they're able to photograph and video how beautiful it actually looks. I wish I'd said to hell with the money, spring for the videographer. As the bride, you don't get to see the first part with everyone walking out, etc., so you miss so much. My dad and I were nearly heartbroken the second we realized we wouldn't get to see my niece walking down the aisle. And I agree with this Redditor. The photographer and the videographer capture so many memories in completely different ways And I don't ever counsel my couples not to hire the videographer. Of course, if only one can be hired due to a financial budget, of course I'm biased and I'm always going to say hire the photographer. But if a couple has the means, always, always hire both. Everything will not go perfectly. Let it roll off your shoulders. You are marrying your best friend either way. So don't sweat the small stuff. Our wedding staff was horrible and forgot to rent our outdoor air conditioners in the middle of a heat wave in July in Texas. It was miserably hot, but we made the best of it and now laugh about it. And I th- I am from Texas. And if this bride can laugh about this in July, you should be able to laugh just about anything that goes wrong at your wedding. Because in July, we 
typically hit a lot of 100 plus degree days. And I could not even imagine what it would be like wearing a wedding gown in July in Texas in a wedding ceremony with no AC. That had to have been miserable. Secondly, this bride says, I would have hired a day of coordinator. I'm good at planning for the most part, but there was no one to set up on the actual day, so there was a fiasco. There were a couple of times where guests would do things where I wish someone could have been around to redirect. Next tip, slow down walking down the aisle. And this kind of piggybacks on my advice for the the sparkler exit or your grand exit. Once I got there, I had tunnel vision and power walked down the aisle. My dad just went along with it. And then she has a crying emoji face. But yes, slow down, slow down and smile. The whole day, whatever you're doing, slow down and smile. Uh, The next tip is I wish I had invited fewer people. Lastly, schedule time for yourself. From 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. on the day of, you're going to get pulled in so many different directions. Make sure to find moments to sit and enjoy it. Be second to get ready so you can chat and eat a light breakfast. After first look, escape to the bridal suite for a little alone time before attendance, touch up, makeup. After the ceremony, have a pre-selected beverage delivered with some HDs. I don't know what that what this redditor means by HDs, to a predetermined location where you can be alone. I just want to say, to add a little bit to this redditor's comment, is that when my couples either do a first look or when they do bride and groom creatives, if there is time for it, I always leave them alone for five or 10 minutes. So after we're taking photographs, after we're done taking photographs, I tell them, okay, I'm going to leave you here. I'm done with what I'm having to do. I'm going to leave you here alone to enjoy the next five or 10 minutes completely to yourselves without peering cameras, without me interrupting with anything. I'm going to go back to the ceremony and get ready for announcements or whatever the next thing in the timeline is. And in five or 10 minutes, you two come back to the barn or the reception hall or the ballroom, whatever it is. But I always try to give my couples that few minutes of alone time because so often they do not get that on their own wedding day. And that is all I have for you today, guys. So if you learned something today, Share it with somebody. Tell them or take a screenshot and tag Complete Wedding Ed or add a girl photo. You can also go to my website, completeweddinged.com or addagirlphoto.com. I am pretty much on every single social media platform. You can look for me by searching for my handle, addagirlphoto, A-T-A girl photo, or you can find um me on Instagram for my book only at Complete Wedding Ed. Again, all those links will be in the show notes. And if there is ever a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you would like me to answer, just shoot me an email at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at atagirlphoto.com. I hope that you learned something today. I hope that you had fun. I hope that you have a wonderful day and a fabulous year. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. 
We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.